0: And welcome in on this Thanksgiving weekend edition of the Outdoor Show. Glad to have you with us. We're going to be visiting a couple of duck blinds. Captain Kirk Stansel, Hackberry Rod and Gun, also Captain Ryan Lambert on the eastern end of the state down near Burris. Fishing reports from uh, for paddlers for Eric Mahabarak with the Bayou Coast Kayak Fishing Club report, and also we got Captain Mike Gallows, Born on the Bayou report. Uh, we're joined again by David Cresson, Director of our Coastal Conservation Association, and we're resuming our conversation about a notice of intent that has been filed by the Louisiana Department of Wildlife and Fisheries Commission to put uh, new restrictions on the Menhaden or Pogie boat industry. David, where we left off, uh, we, we didn't mention the, uh, the coastal erosion aspect of what these big, huge ships are doing by operating so close to our coast.
1: Yeah, well, you're 100% right, Don. Of course, we've spent all this money and time and effort around Louisiana rebuilding our shorelines, rebuilding our beaches and our ridges. And these boats absolutely, uh, you know, are doing damage to those areas. They are, uh, as I mentioned earlier, 150 to 175, 180-foot ships, they draft 10 or 12 or even more feet of water when they, especially when they have a, a big load on on board. So they'll draft 10 to 15 feet of water, uh, and they prop wash the the seafloor uh, at an incredible rate. If you put a, a boat that's drafting 13 feet of water in 8 feet depths, of course they're going to do damage to the seafloor and uh everybody that's ever been on the water near one of these boats sees what I'm talking about you I know you've had an experience where you were right up next to it the the water is brown with with siltation when they when they leave of course it's got all this discharge from the from the dead fish and and other stuff that they've uh, that they leave behind so they're absolutely doing damage to our shallow waters of course they're damaging the very nurseries where these redfish and speckled trout and other other fish you know uh, it's so important to them uh, and so yeah we talk all the time about the loss of forage the bycatch the you know all the other damage that they're doing with this industrialized style of fishing but these are 1500 foot nets these are 175 foot boats in very shallow waters uh, anybody that tries to pretend that they're not doing damage to our really fragile, uh, shallow areas, is just fooling themselves. And so that's certainly another problem, another reason why we need this one-mile buffer. Waters in Louisiana, about a mile offshore, uh, offshore, typically run 12 to 20 feet of water. Well, you put these boats in 12 to 20 feet of water, in general, they're going to be safe from hitting the bottom. Uh, you put them shallower than that, then they're going to damage those seafloors. And so what you're saying is 100% true, Don. And I know you've seen it yourself.
0: Yeah, we've actually documented it on video. All right, the reporting aspect of this notice of intent, that's in addition to the very reasonable one-mile buffer zone. That puts us in line with a lot of other states, in fact, even uh, less restrictive than some of the other states. But there's also a reporting aspect that they would be required to do. Explain how that would work. Well,
1: as I understand it, Don, there's a couple of pieces here. They, They have to report. The, the location and amount of every set that they make um, but, you know, during the season. So that will have to be reported on a regular basis. That's actually a rule that was already in line uh, and, uh, and started this past year. But now they will be required to report any spill, uh, any incident re- involving a net um, within a couple of hours, I believe, of, of the incident itself. In fact, omega protein was cited in these recent um, these recent incidents around Holly Beach for not reporting in a timely fashion, and they were ticketed for that, and will have to pay a fine. Uh, and so, yes, more stringent uh, and more um, you know uh, higher fines for for those you know for those violations, along with the one mile buffer. There's some special buffers also identified around Grand Isle, Rutherford Beach, and Holly Beach, which are more populated areas. Again, these are not unreasonable regulations. These are very much in line with other states. Louisiana is the only state in the in the Gulf that allows this kind of fishing on our shores. By the way, you, you know, these are not just Louisiana-based boats that are coming and doing this in Louisiana. The fleet out of Moss Point, Mississippi, which is not allowed to fish within one mile in Mississippi, comes into Bretton Sound and Black Bay and Bay Elwa and just absolutely uh, demolishes those those yeah. shorelines uh, in that area and goes right on back to Moss Point Mississippi with their harvest uh, that's that's Mississippi jobs Mississippi mm-hmm. taxes Mississippi um, you know revenues that are going coming from Louisiana waters going right back to Moss Point Mississippi so Uh, it's it's high time for this move and we need to make sure it sees its way through
0: Uh, david i got a lot of people commenting on my text message board and uh, they're very irate about it they're very emphatic they want something done they're the ones that are going to get it done explain to them again how that they can get involved as the public because that's what it's going to take to drive this
1: yeah we are in a public comment period right now on started on november 20th if your listeners are out there Write this down. Send a short email. It doesn't need to be um, all that, that difficult. Comments at WLF.LA.gov. Send a short email. Uh, put in the subject line, this is about the pogey boats or Menhaden regulations, uh, and tell them how you feel about the importance of this NOI you know continuing along this this NOI is still very tenuous it was a big deal that it got passed but it's got to pass through this comments period and then it's going to have to go in front of at least the potential of an oversight hearing at the at the legislature Um, most regulations once they make it through the NOI process do get through legislative oversight and become regulation but anything is possible. And if we don't get a bunch of public comments coming from your listeners and others talking about how important this is to them, uh, then, you know, the legislature could step in and, and overturn this important ruling. So we very certainly good. don't want that to happen.
0: David, uh, we got to go. Thank you for getting up with us this morning and, and making this very, very important issue come to light and making people aware of uh, how they can get involved in it. And uh, we'll catch up with you in a couple more weeks and monitor this thing as it progresses. <laughs> Thank you for your time, Don. All righty. David Cresson, Executive Director, Louisiana Chapter, Coastal Conservation Association. If you did not get that address to send your comments, shoot me a text. 504-260-1870, 504-260-1870, and I'll return it for you. All right, we come back after this. He say he was born on the bayou. Was he? I don't know. Let's get Captain Mike Gallo and find out about the fishing in his neck of the woods. You'll hear it next on The Outdoors with Don Dubuque, Radio Network. And our Born on the Bayou report with Captain Mike Gallo of Angling Adventures of Louisiana this is a presentation of SeaTow. Here's what you get as a member. Free towing, fuel delivery where and when you need it, jumpstart those electrical problems, dock-to-dock towing, and discounts, even discounts on fuel, lodging, and more from their Advantage Network partners. How do you become a member? Simple. Call Captain Chris, 504-301-4545, or visit seatoe.com, and i got to tell you, it makes an excellent Christmas gift for the boat owner on your shopping list. Captain Mike joins us now, and Mike, kind of a up-and-down weather week we had, you know, some rain, light rain, no rain, wind blow, this way, that way. What did you do this week to catch fish?
2: I think I did a little bit of everything. I hid from the <laughs> rain and from the rain, <laughs> and I got rained on.
0: <laughs> so Whatever it takes.
2: Yeah, we've done quite a bit of moving, a uh, little bit of cooler temperatures, and it does seem like some of the fish have moved into more deeper water. So normally when we have some bad weather come through and a big change in the temperatures, water temperatures i always start deep and work my way shallow so yesterday we started out in bayous and and man-made canals that were say 20 feet deep and after lunch we were probably fishing in more like eight feet of water uh and that seemed to be the consensus we had four boats go out yesterday and that seemed to be the consensus with the other three captains and everybody was successful so um we're going to definitely try that same pattern again today.
0: What species were you fishing for, and what was your technique?
2: Well, I mostly had families that were getting together after Thanksgiving, so they wanted to catch fish. Um, obviously, we had three boats throwing live bait on a drop shot rig, and we caught well. We caught a lot of fish. We caught speckled trout, white trout, black drum, red drum. Uh, We caught flounder that we had to throw back. We caught freshwater catfish. Um, I think we had close to 200 fish between the four boats. So uh, very consistent, and I don't see any reason why today would be any different.
0: How were they in keeping with the new regulations, the cut down to the 15 limit, you don't get to keep your limit with your customers, and also the two only over 20 inches and nothing less than 13?
2: Right. I talked to one of the captains this morning. He fished live bait. My group fished all plastic. And I was telling him if I would have kept fish over 12 and under 13, I might have kept three or four more fish than I came with, in with. And he said he probably had 30 fish that were 12 inches and less than 13 that he had to throw back. So it did seem like the... uh the smaller fish preferred the live shrimp as opposed to the plastics.
0: Uh, given the conditions today, uh, cool air temperatures, 1.6 average tide range, what are you thinking?
2: Oh, we'll be down by the mist to go. We'll fish in the wall area. The intercoastal waterways got some fish. Uh, you may see some birds diving here and there. Points with current running by shell bottoms those have been uh, our go-tos recently Um, i'm going to run towards the biloxi marsh and fish some of the deeper bayous over there early until the tide stops falling and then when it starts rising we're going to move into the marsh and look for redfish so we're going to do a
0: little combo trip today very good mike anything else before you go Oh, I just hope
2: everybody survived Thanksgiving and uh, today we can burn calories to get back on track.
0: Yeah, I'm hoping, uh, you know, they take those uh, leftover turkey and dressing and cranberry and put it on a sandwich and bring it in the boat or the deer stand. Speaking of deer hunting, didn't your annual deer hunting trip, is that next month or January you go?
2: That'll be next month. We'll make that next month and uh, hopefully I can get some sausage. I always go hunting for sausage. <laughs>
0: Yeah, I know. All right, uh, Mike, thank you. In the meantime, if somebody wants to get a hold of you and check out your lodging availability, your boat availability for a small or a large group, tell them the ways they can find you.
2: Very simple. You can find me on dontheoutdoorsguy.com. I'm at aaofla.com. Social media, Angling Adventures of Louisiana. Or the telephone, 985 781 1-1. One,
0: one. Very good. Have a great day on the water, Mike. Be safe, and we'll catch up with you next week. Thank you, Don. We'll talk to you then. All right, there he goes, back on the bayou where he was born. All right, coming back after this, uh, it's Eric Mohabarak. You want to paddle for your fish? He'll tell you how to do it and where to do it. It's next on the Outdoors with Don Dubuque, Radio Network. Uh, stroking for fish, uh, canoes and rogues and in particular, kayaks, so popular, we even have a special report covering paddling fishing aspects and eric mohabarak is one of the guys that brings it to you by massey's at three stores uh eric is the massey's got their christmas decorations up yet
3: oh yeah they got their christmas decorations up don how you doing this morning they got it hey, uh, they got you're good i hear you buddy uh, but yeah they got uh they got all kinds of stuff going on over there um they got their sale prices up which i think everybody needs to go hit hit, hit them up you know uh they got the bikes for sale, the Fugees. Uh They got uh, fifty dollars off on on Fuji bikes, which is a top of the line mountain bike. Uh, they got kid sizes too. Um, I'm sure they can fit you at their bicycle shop on Carlton Avenue. Anything you need?
0: Yeah, and they got a lot of other stocking stuffers too. You know, the footwear and a lot of the accessories for the <clears throat> excuse me the paddlers. But let me yep. tell you something about those bikes <clears throat> that people don't realize. A lot of the public hunting areas don't allow four wheelers, but they do allow those bikes, and you can get to some hard-to-access areas by taking those bikes.
3: Yeah, yeah, Don. That's something that a lot of people overlook uh, on, on using the bikes to uh, get it, in. they actually make uh, trailers for the bikes now, so you well, you could pack your deer out or your game or whatever you need to.
0: Well, tell us about the next tournament BCKFC's got coming up.
3: Well, it's called the minimalist challenge. Uh, and that's the tournament every year that, that kind of kicks off the whole tournament season. It's going to be January. I think it's the 18th. Don't, don't quote me on that, uh, but it's where uh, the board members pick out five fishing lures and they give out the, the same five fishing lures to everyone. So everybody's got to have the same thing. They, they check your boats and make sure nobody's sneaking in a little, little something extra. Uh, they, um, but y'all, y'all all start off at the same spot. Uh, let's just say the tournament runs from 6 a.m. Till, till 1 o'clock, and then you come in and you weigh in your fish. Usually the uh, – I don't remember the bag limit off offhand. It's usually like 10 trout and three redfish. But it's a pretty uh, even thing, you know, for everybody to fish uh, from new to the beginning because y'all fish in the same area. And uh, it's fishing. You know, anybody can catch the right fish.
0: Yeah, and it's a, it's a lot of fun because you're limited not only in the type of lures, but also the number of them. Uh, Eric, tell us some, a couple spots if somebody's looking to go after some fish this weekend and they want to do it in their kayak.
3: Yeah, well, Highway 23 has been doing very well, weather permitting. You know, we've been having a little bit of sloppy weather this week a little bit. Uh, but uh, the fish are really good behind the high school. They're also getting them in yellow cotton and stuff like that. Uh, Catching uh, the the trout on on, uh, oyster reefs, uh, like everybody's talking about, uh, certain cut points where the current's whipping around. Um, Have seen a few birds uh, just popping corks with a shrimp lure or or something that imitates a shrimp. Uh, It's been working really well, uh, like, uh, tomorrow we're going out and going to go pop the cork a little bit and then, then go head into the marsh, catch a few redfish, we hope. Uh, but but it's been really good down there. Uh, the water's been beautiful. You can't ask for, for prettier water. Uh, also, uh, out in Pensacola, they're still catching a few of them tunas. It's been off a little bit this week. Uh, I think it was because of the moon phase that was going on. Uh, but my reports have been good on the tuna. Uh Mississippi, uh, we got a great report from my friend. Uh, and he he's been catching redfish. Now remember if you go to Mississippi, uh the size limit is three redfish uh between eighteen and thirty. Uh, and you you're, you're allowed one bull red per year. So you gotta make sure that's right. And I would check with the, the Mississippi uh wildlife fisheries before you uh before you, you go down pat. But it's definitely three redfish between eighteen and thirty inches. So just remember, I right. just fishing like you would find some marsh and, and do the same thing.
0: Yep. <clears throat> I know you like that Cajun sleigh ride yourself, don't you?
3: Yeah, that's fun, Don. I like it. <laughs> <laughs> you, know, you see me do it. <laughs>
0: oh, yeah. Now, somebody wants to to get you to bring the kayaks and provide everything to get them started, uh, kind of like a try-before-you-buy deal, or if they just want to make it easy on themselves and go with a professional guide who has everything, tell them how to reach him.
3: Yeah, that's fine. You can just uh, look on Facebook for the Louisiana Kayak Company or Instagram. It's the same thing. Your website, the Don Dubuque Outdoors guy. Or uh, just give me a call, 504-313-8292. All right. All sounds
0: good, my friend. We'll see you next time.
3: All right, Don. You have a great day and uh, happy Thanksgiving to you. I know I'm a little late on that, but uh, happy Thanksgiving. That's all right.
0: (laughs) Yeah, finish up those leftovers. All right, guy. (laughs) There he goes, Eric Mohabarak. All right, coming back after this, uh, I don't know if you saw my Facebook post uh, yesterday, but we got a story of three Biloxi, Mississippi residents who are giving Mississippi fishermen who come to Louisiana a bad name. The picture is worth a thousand words. Well, we got the words. We don't have the picture. You got to go to Facebook for that. But we'll be back to describe it to you after this time out where you're listening to The Outdoors with Don Dubuque Radio Network. You know, our very popular Bad Boys of the Outdoors features a presentation of an organization called Louisiana Wildlife Agents Association, better known as LWAA. It's a nonprofit group, and they have a scholarship fund, and they provide other benefits and the way they do it is they raise money on their website by selling hats and koozies and backpacks and camo. And it's all got their logo, LWAA.org, on it. And if you go to support LWAA.org, uh, you'll find all of those items there. Great, it makes some great Christmas gifts. And can you imagine if you're out there on a the boat or in your woods and a, one of the agents walk up to you and they see that LWAA logo on your equipment. I bet they make them very happy. Check it out. It's LWAA.org, and to find the merchandise, you go to support, LWAA.org. Get yourself and your people on your Christmas list some nice gifts. When we come back after this 10-second pause, we're going to tell you the story about some Mississippi guys giving a bad name to people who come to work in Louisiana and fish. We'll do that right after we let our local stations tell you who they are and also where they are along the outdoors with Don Dubuque, Radio Network. Dateline, Plaquemines Parish, Louisiana. On November the 8th, Louisiana Department of Wildlife and Fisheries agents Lieutenant Adam Young, happy birthday, by the way, Adam, and Agent Austin Wiles were on patrol near Venice in the Gulf of Mexico when they boarded a vessel for an inspection. The agents found three subjects, DAP Van Nguyen, non-Van Nguyen, and Wilson Leidenwyn, who evidently didn't get the memo that the commercial and recreational season on southern flounders had closed on October fifteenth, and remains closed and through and through November thirtieth, they were in possession of get this number a hundred and twenty-one southern flounder and two red drum. Now, Lieutenant Young and Agent Wiles seized the flounder, sold them to the highest bidder. They seized the redfish and donated them to the Hunters for the Hungry charity. Glad the fish were not wasted. Nice work, guys. In their upcoming day in court, facing criminal fines for taking flounder during a closed season, taking game fish using illegal methods, that would be the redfish, facing fines of up to $1,300 and 120 days in jail, our 58-year-old Dap Van Nguyen, 51-year-old Non Van Wen and 52-year-old Wilson Laden Nguyen, all of Biloxi, Mississippi, are bad boys of the outdoors. Hey, don't forget, we are uh, just a little over a month away from our Baddest of the Bad contest, where you, our listening audience, every year we nominate four or five of the most egregious cases, the perpetrators, we assign them a name and a number, And we ask you to vote on who you think is the baddest of the bad for the entire year of 2023. So you'll be one to tune in for that. That will be our December 30th, our final show for 2023. Hope you're part of it. All right, uh, we're going to be talking to a couple of duck hunters. Uh, Ryan Lambert is up next. We'll get a fishing report also from the Burris area. Also, we got a very special announcement coming up when we talk to Captain Kirk Stancil at Hackberry Rod and Gun about some future Bayou Wild TV episodes. You don't want to miss out on that. So stick around. We'll be back after this break and uh, join Ryan Lambert wherever he is, whether he's in the boat or he's in the blind. He's next on The Outdoors with Don Dubuque radio network and i'm told our plastic man is comfortably resting in the lodge at the cajun fishing adventures estate in Buras, louisiana on the banks of the mississippi river uh but he does have six hitmen out there ryan tell me what they're going to be doing out there when they uh they're killing ducks right
4: now i just (laughs) called them and and they kept hanging up on me (laughs) they're coming they're coming by i said okay yeah they they, all the blinds are full they won't let me hunt (laughs) <laughs> Man,
0: this is killing me. You haven't trained those guys to be able to talk on the phone, call ducks, and shoot a shotgun at well, the same time.
4: Not everybody's uh, got that multitasking tool going like <laughs> like some people, you know.
0: Yeah, I know, <laughs> I know. What kind of birds are they shooting down there? I tell you what, we shoot everything but mallards. I mean, we the
4: gray ducks are real good this week. You know, everybody's killing their, their limit the of pintails, one each. So every blind gets you know the three three or four pintails and then the the gray ducks a few widgeons, uh the the redheads and, and canvasbacks haven't come in usually that's the second split that they come real thick well, I mean we killed a couple but not not many and then the green winged teal started coming along we we didn't have any and then all of a sudden we we got a bunch so
0: those wood it, ducks it, it, we uh, saw swarming no teal season they're not around wrong. right now huh?
4: yeah not a one. That just makes me sick.
0: <laughs> it's
4: like they got a clock or
0: something.
4: Yeah. <laughs> in, yeah. in the yeah, the, the hunt. We've been limited out every single day. I had I had one blind shoot six boxes of shells yesterday. Wow. Said, yeah, Ali, guys, you got to help them sometimes. <laughs> you know, you just yeah. don't blow everything up. But the fish is on fire. I mean, we all limited out again yesterday. I went out yesterday evening. And uh, caught a limited nice trout, which is, you know, it's only 45 trout, you know, for three customers. But still, there was right. some nice trout, pretty easy, you know, a couple hours in the evening and uh, a few bull reds with them. But, you know, good trip.
0: How many fish did did the new size limit make a difference on that were, you know, you they would have been 12 and keepable, uh, you know, week before last. And now you got to release them. How many was it?
4: it? Well, I'm on nice fish right now, so it doesn't matter. I, I threw yeah. back maybe, maybe a dozen fish yesterday and some of them were tiny, you know, little six, eight inch fish, you know, this year's fish. But, you know, as far as 12 inch fish, maybe two or three, not that much, but like I said, I'm on decent trout right now. And, uh, I had a couple, you know, I had my 20 inch trout too. So I had to stop right there on them, but uh, you know, luckily I didn't catch a bunch of them. You know, I don't like keeping them anyhow, but, uh, but it was good.
0: Now, if was, uh, I wanted to, to book a trip with this new hotshot guide you got down there, this uh, Captain Sarah Giles, who is doing the fly fishing for those big bull reds I see her posing with on the boat, does she have her own was, booking agency, or do you handle it? How do we get a no, trip?
4: She, she works through me. <laughs> uh, her, her, her and Mar- Marty been, both of them, working. So, yeah, they. it's good. I like to have girls on the staff. I've been wanting to put girls on the staff anyhow, so. You know, it's something different in and, in and, and both of them. are good fishermen. I mean, uh, you saw you saw that big red that Sarah caught by herself. Look, I saw I that. We with her that morning. Uh, we wow. fished that morning and caught caught a bunch of trout. And I had to go because I had a party or something to go to. She says, well, "I'm going to take the skiff and go out." She went by herself, caught five big bulls.
0: Incredible. Hey girl, something else. Incredible. Uh, you know, you she knows, pulls she... up
4: to the launch. <laughs> And back I the was, boat in like like nothing, and I said, yep, she's a keeper, guys. Get back, get
0: back. You know, and I was going to say, she's got the right demeanor for a fly fishing guide. you know, because really you got to have patience with people, you know. It's not that all about being soft-spoken. able to find the fish. Yeah, she's soft-spoken. Uh, she's very helpful and just a real pleasure to be around.
4: Yeah, she had a real good teacher, too, by the way.
0: <laughs> yeah, somebody taught her to shoot a shotgun, too. She's not bad with a shotgun, yeah. either.
4: She's got that little dog now that they grouse hunting and pheasant hunting and all. And we're going to put it on woodcocks.
0: Yeah, and, I want to um,
4: do that. They, they got a few woodcocks showing up right there in the Luling area. So oh,
0: yeah.
4: We're gonna, uh yeah, we're going to get get that little dog. And we're going to go make a few woodcock hunts with your dogs and that dog.
0: Yeah, that'll be fun. So, that will be fun. Yeah.
4: This could going to be a good winter. <laughs>
0: that opens up really? on uh, December the 18th, I believe. And, then, you know, it gets really okay. good
4: in I'll well, go out there in the evening to scout that out make sure. But. You know, get on a good woodcock hunt to go with all the other stuff that's going on. The river's going to stay low for a while, and it's so much fun. Oh my gosh, I enjoy fishing that river so much. You can almost pick your species. I think uh, Nino had an eight-pound striped bass yesterday. Wow. To go with all his reds, he caught nine nine uh, bulls and his limit keepers. I mean, it's it's just good.
0: What a tough life you have when you wake up. You got to decide: Do I want to go catch bull reds with a fly rod? Do I want to go wear out the trout? In the river, don't yeah, want to kill a pintail. You know, it's just hard decisions, decisions. You
4: know. Well, you you got the 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 cobias and the the stuff that's right out there, and we just can't get the time to go do it all. I mean, it's yeah. ridiculous. I think Cody's going to get a twenty-five foot boat so he can tackle that better next year. We'll have a guide to to fool with the stripers, mangroves. Triple Tails, Kobe's.
0: Yeah, yeah, there's a whole industry out there of near shore, offshore stuff, you know, know, that's right. We just
4: don't we just never never used it and it's so good. I mean, goodness gracious. So we'll we'll just put some more stuff in our repertoire and keep on rolling. But the ducks or I I cannot believe that we're killing as many limits as we are. Every blind's been limited out. Well a lot of places have no water.
0: And you're gonna always have water down there. Not, sometimes yeah, not so much. Well
4: but you got it. They going well, too. You know, that whole area there is private now, so it doesn't have mm-hmm. as much pressure, and the birds will come right, I mean, just beautiful, coming to the decoys. I mean, it's fine to watch if yeah. they ever let me go back hunt.
0: <laughs> you might have to call up and pose as a customer and book a trip with them. That might yeah, be.
4: I was supposed to go to Noliasi tomorrow, but I can't. I, I hurt my wrist, and I got to go get something fixed. I got a tendon broke or something. Uh, so, uh, I'll go next week instead. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that, that, oh, use the
0: yeah. Well, let me know if you're headed down that way. We'll, we'll put in a long-distance call for you.
4: All right. We'll do, buddy. We'll do.
0: All right. Uh, tell them how to get you. You know, I know the phone number yeah. by heart. Tell them what it is.
4: <laughs> 504-559-5111, or they can just go to com or, or com. Either way, we you can find us everywhere.
0: <laughs> can't escape him. All right, Ryan, thank you, my friend. Have a good weekend. Uh, Eat the rest of that turkey, and we'll see you next time.
4: Bye buddy. See you.
0: There he goes, Captain Ryan Lambert, Cajun Fishing Adventures. All right, we have a very exciting announcement coming up in this next segment. We're going to be talking to Captain Kirk Stansel about it. It deals with Bayou Wild TV. So stick around. We'll be back to talk to him. I believe he is actually in the duck blind. We'll find out for sure. And you'll hear it right here on The Outdoors with Don Dubuque, Radio Network. And we take you live and direct to a duck blind somewhere near Hackberry Rod and Gun to the blind of Captain Kirk Stantz, who is out there trying to knock a few birds out the sky. You guys have any luck this morning yet, Kirk? We have, but it's been bad luck. Uh-oh. I don't like to hear that. Yeah. <laughs> is well, it yes, missing the shots or no sh- Oh, they're there. You're no, just no. not
5: hitting them. just not hitting them. We, uh, we should have... Probably half a dozen right now, and we're sitting here on a goose egg. Yeah. Well, that's we're dead eyes this morning,
0: <laughs> as in our eyes yeah. are dead. I understand. What kind of birds are flying over you so fast you can't hit them?
5: Well, <laughs> the first bunch was about seven or eight gadwall, and I think they were hovering too fast.
3: <laughs> <They were laughs> I mean, they were right fast. there. I got we, you.
5: And then uh, we missed the witching and we missed the teal and now we're waiting for the next uh, opportunity.
0: Uh, you know, there's such a thing as buck fever. Is there such a thing as duck fever maybe you guys have over there?
5: Hey, maybe so. <laughs> it, might, it might be uh, duck fever this morning.
0: <laughs> you know, I, I saw a, a photo that someone posted that hunted with you this week of a beautiful buffalo head that they were going to get mounted and. Uh, it yeah. brought to mind, you know, what are some of the, the, the top birds that people come to get that they want to put on the wall? I know the bufflehead's beautiful, hooded magansa, uh, pintail. What, what would you say is the number one mounted bird that is taken at, at Hackberry?
2: Uh,
5: in the Over the last four or five years, it's been canvas back. Yeah, uh, we've another. had a lot of those mounted. Pintail is up there. A lot of people, you know, we get a lot of people from uh, all over the country, and they don't get the variety of birds we get down here. I mean, late season, a lot of them like the Spoonies, you know, because they yep. get plumed out good because they don't shoot them uh, up north at all. And, Which uh, is they get uh, crazy. Over I, don't know
0: why, I don't know why they don't. Uh, they taste great to me. Uh, people say they, they, they're fishy, but uh, you look at that bill, that, that's made for seed eating, you know. That's not a fish yeah. catching device. <laughs> <laughs>
5: that's right. But, uh, yeah, you know, we get a variety of birds down here, just like everybody else down along the coast. And, you know, we, everything gets mounted here. I mean, we get great up widgeon, you know, if somebody's lucky enough to get a storm widgeon, they'll have that mounted. It's mm-hmm. just, uh, you know, we golly, you know, throughout the course of the season, you know, I keep a log of a, a personal log a, as well as a lodge, but my personal log is the different species and I'll shoot anywhere between 15 and 20 different species throughout the year.
0: Yeah. That, uh, that variety adds a lot to the trip. Yeah. Uh, and I know the fishing has been good too. Y'all going to be doing some casting after the blast this morning.
5: Yes, sir. There'll be a lot of casting today after the blasted.
0: And they're going for the trial of the reds. Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Understand, <laughs> understand. Whatever's biting. Yeah. Now, don't. Now you got to right. let those flounders go. I know y'all got this is that's good right. flounder time down there, but you got to wait. Till it's the a real the first. good flounder
5: time, and there's been some being caught, but having to turn them loose. And uh, you know, of course, I think next Friday we can start keeping. them. I think that's the first.
0: That's exactly right. December 1st, we can start keeping them again. I know I've caught some nice ones down there with you about this time of the year. Speaking of casting and blasting, I want to let people know, and we're first breaking this news right here. uh, Bayou Wild TV, we're going to be uh, joining Kirk down there next month for a very special Blast and Cast trip. We are going to have LSU catcher and pitcher Alex Malazzo and Cade Woods join us for a Blast and Cast hunting ducks in the morning catching hopefully some nice reds in the afternoon, and you will get to watch that on the very first episode called Tigers in the Wild. We're going to be taking right. LSU athletes of all sports uh, on different adventures, of uh, bullfrogging, hog hunting, quail hunting, maybe some deer hunting, crawfishing trips, and uh, you'll see these folks that you see on the field and in the gyms uh, actually performing in the outdoors. And we're getting some action out there in the duck blind from Captain Kirk right now. What you got flying around? You trying to pull in?
5: Well, there's a there's a great duck and a flock of teal, both, and neither one of them came.
0: Oh, well, that's unusual.
5: Yeah, they, uh, we bring cold you cold. luck. We
0: we normally bring you luck when we get you there.
5: That's right. You normally know do. I was hoping I, to shoot around.
0: <laughs> I think it was your calling. You know, that <laughs> was uh, of course. <laughs> that was a model duck call you did, and the gray ducks didn't like it, neither did Teal. <laughs>
4: yeah.
0: Well, Kirk, it's always a pleasure to talk with you. It's going to be a bigger pleasure to come down there, and thank you for hosting the, the LSU athletes coming down there. Those guys are excited about it, and they've got a little bit of experience. They, they're kind of outdoorsmen, so this won't be anything new to Well, tonight. good.
5: We're looking forward to having them.
0: Yes, It's indeed. going to be a fun time. If somebody else wants to come down there and uh, do some casting and catching or some blasting and and hitting instead of missing, tell them how to get a hold of you guys.
5: (laughs) Okay. Uh, We have a toll-free number. It's 888-762-3391. Website's Hackberry, Rod, and Gun. You spell out and.com.
0: Well, I was going to ask you the names of those people, but we're going to uh, conceal their names to protect the innocent until they start shooting better. Okay. How's
5: that? We'll do that.
0: (laughs) All right, Kirk. (laughs) Y'all enjoy it, and thanks for joining us, and uh, take care and uh, have a great time on the rest of your Thanksgiving weekend.
5: All right. Well, thank you very much. Have a good one. All
0: righty. There he goes. That's Captain Kirk Stancil in the Duck Blind, Hackberry Rod and Gun. And, uh, yes, if you're a Bayou Wild, if you want to find out which stations, we have a network of stations that carry it. You can watch it anywhere on our Bayou Wild uh, TV YouTube channel. Uh, Just simply go to BayouWildTV.com, and you'll find the listing for a station in your area. And if there's not one in your area, uh, call your station and tell them to get it because we'll provide it to them, or just go on, uh, on the web and go to YouTube. And uh, on our channel, actually, you can watch all the back issues. You can uh, have one of those dates. What do they call that when you watch the shows? Binge watching by you Wild? That might be fun. This week, very special Thanksgiving show. Uh, my tw- he was 12 at the time. He's made 13 since. Uh, Drew Dubuque is uh, the star with his first turkey. All right. I also want to wish uh, Michael Casey and the Duck Blind a happy birthday today, Thanks for tuning in and listening, and I hope you're bagging some birds. Hope you all all rejoin us again next week, coming up following this on most of these stations. Got an LSU pregame show. Two real experts, Mike Dettilia and Herb Tyler, best in the business. Go Tigers. We'll see you next week right here on the Outdoors with Don Dubuque, Radio Network.